you've been looking at ribocyclib. Uh, well, let me get you to say what you've been looking at because it was in premenopausal patients with breast cancer. What was the big issue that you were trying to solve or trying to investigate here? Now, I, I presented here the Mona Lisa 7 data. Mona Lisa 7 is the largest study probably ever done in just premenopausal patients with hormone receptor positive or to negative breast cancer in the first line setting. So patients were naive from endocrine therapy in advanced breast cancer, and they could have had one line of chemotherapy already. Now you were using a CDK4-6 inhibitor. What was the purpose of that and what was the rationale for the study? The rationale was that we know that CDK4-6 inhibitors improve the response to endocrine therapy in postmenopausal women, and we wanted to see that, uh, check that in, in first-line setting in premenopausal patients. And for that, we randomized patients to ribocyclib versus placebo on a backbone of endocrine therapy, which was tamoxifen or a non-steroidal aromatase inhibitor plus ovarian suppression. And you had quite a big group, uh, 672 patients? Yeah, it was 672 patients. And they were randomized one-to-one ribocyclib versus placebo plus the endocrine backbone, and the primary endpoint was progression-free survival. What happened? Uh, the ribocyclib improved progression-free survival, almost doubled it with a hazard ratio of 0.55 and was like 24 months worth of 13 months. And here at EBCC 11, we presented secondary endpoints and we were able to show that the time to response is very short with this ribocyclib-based endocrine therapy. Already after eight weeks, you could see responders. And at about six months, we had 35% responses in the ribocyclib arm versus only 25% in the placebo arm. Right, so you had a better response rate as well. Yeah, we had a better response rate, a shorter time to response, which is important because most of these patients are treated by chemotherapy today. And we can see now with ribocyclic-based endocrine therapy, we can have a response already after eight weeks. And um, the majority of patients, over 80%, will have a clinical benefit and uh, about 50% will have an objective response with this therapy. What about toxicity of the therapy? The therapy is just like in postmenopausal women, it's well tolerated. The major um, adverse events are hematological adverse events like neutropenia. There's a high rate of neutropenia, grade 3 and also some grade 4, but this is not clinically meaningful because once you stop the drug, uh, the neutrophils go back to normal and then before you start your next cycle, you measure them again and if they're over a thousand, you can restart the drug and if patients have uh, prolonged neutropenias or very severe neutropenias, you can dose reduce. So the rate of febrile neutropenia is very, very low. What about patient experience, things like pain? We, what we saw was also that the uh, efficacy of the drug is also mirrored with the quality of life data. We already see a um, reduction in pain after eight weeks, which is numerically greater in the ribocyclib arm. And there is um, data that a reduction of over five points is clinically meaningful. There's a prior literature on that. And we saw a me- clinically meaningful reduction in the ribocyclib arm, not in the placebo arm. Mm. So what are your conclusions arising from these very 
clear data. My conclusions are, my personal conclusions are that this is the new first-line standard in patients with hormone receptor positive, HER2-negative, uh, advanced breast cancer if they're premenopausal, unless they have a, um, need a very rapid response, like if they're in a visceral crisis, they need chemotherapy, but all other patients uh, can go with um, CDK4-6 inhibitor-based endocrine therapy. Now, you using ribocyclib, is it a class effect, do you think, or is it your particular agent? I mean, we've seen that the um, other data uh, of uh, palbocyclib and abemocyclib are quite similar, but for the first-line setting, Mona Lisa 7 with ribocyclib provides the only data in premenopausal patients. The other drugs have only shown in the second or third-line setting that they also provide a PFS benefit in young women. So what's the bottom line for clinicians to take away from these new findings? If, if clinicians have a patient who presents for the first time with hormone receptor positive, HER2 negative, advanced breast cancer, and she's young, she's premenopausal, don't think about chemotherapy. Think about ribocyclic plus uh, ovarian suppression and either tamoxifen or an aromatase inhibitor. This will give you a rapid response, a long-lasting response, and the patients will have good quality of life during their treatment. The data that Dr. Harbeck has been discussing here in Barcelona is that this therapy with the CDK4-6 inhibitor is uh, not only appropriate in postmenopausal situation, but in premenopausal women. So premenopausal women with hormone receptor positivity can benefit from this yeah. approach. First of all, what did you make of the data that she was presenting? Oh, it's, it's really interesting. We, we have now an... Uh, an, an another possibility added to our armamentarium. Um, first, premenopausal women, but in the study they were made postmenopausal by uh, injection, calcellarin, which uh, uh, produces, as we say it, a chemical castration. Actually, all these women were made postmenopausal. So, actually, they were postmenopausal. And then it's not a surprise that this new compound works because it was shown already that in the postmenopausal women it worked. Mm -hmm. So that's, but now the most important thing is that the effect of this treatment is, is really significant. We have to realize it, it's all about advanced disease. Eh? These patients have um, a proven distant disease. It's not adjuvant treatment, it's advanced disease management. In the Mona Lisa study, there was a, a very big difference depending on whether you used ribocyclib yeah. or not. Yeah. What do you think should be the recommended approach now, based on the data that Dr. Harbeck was saying? Well, uh, of course, I will take this back to my um, medical oncologist in our institute, and I, I put it on the agenda of our next next um, meeting. But my my opinion is that in women, premenopausal women, who recur with hormone-sensitive estrogen-dependent breast cancer uh, with visceral or bony metastasis, a re-challenge with anti-hormonal treatment, including ribocyclib or comparable, is, is now uh, the first option. And it's, it seems potentially to give an extension of, of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, that's the reason why. Yeah, of course. And that's nice to know. And this, the side effect profile is, is, is rather mild. So that's not a positive thing about it.